Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. It is Thursday, November 3rd, and this is your Daily Financial News. Hope you're having an amazing day. Remember, we will not be doing the Daily Financial News tomorrow and the next day, but if you are subscribed to my channel in the community section, you will certainly get my raw notes about what I see Friday and Saturday. So if you want to see those notes, do me a favor, hit the little subscribe button. If you want to interact with me, hit the thumbs up, leave a comment. Just uh, have an amazing day, and we will be back Sunday doing the Daily Financial News. So first and foremost, what happened yesterday? If you watched yesterday's Daily Financial News, I outlined four possible scenarios about the what the Fed might do. And really what happened is, A, we got the 75 basis points, which I personally was certain of, uh, certain of that we would get, was really big fat nothing burger. But then the fun, then the party started. First, we got the Fed's press announcement. And if you read the press announcement, we had about a 30-minute window where we were thinking, or at least the market was thinking, the Fed would go option number two. Remember yesterday, option number one was we get 75 and the Fed is a hawk i.e. we get Jerome Powell at Jackson Hole. Number two was, hey, we get 75, but the Fed talks down expectations for December and sets up an easy glide path to 50. Then option three was 25 and option four was a pause. When the announcement came out, everybody read it, you know, cumulative this and over here, everybody thought Powell was setting up a 50. Then the press conference and the Q&A, at which point I think Jerome Powell was very much in Jackson Hole mode. He clearly wanted to cause pain. He wanted to remove any hope of a Fed pause, a Fed pivot, and even remove the hope that a 50 was guaranteed. So what we got Yesterday, if you were watching, was certainly a one. If you wanted to split hairs, you might call it one and a quarter. Because I believe what happened yesterday is Jerome Powell said, hey, if the numbers come in better than expected, sure, we will do 50. But it is by no means a certainty, right? We get jobs number tomorrow. We get CPI next Thursday. We will get these things in December as well. So at the end of the day, the other thing that happened is he said rates are going higher. If you've been watching my channel for any length of time, you know we've been talking about the Fed funds rate getting to 5%. There was hope that they would get to four and a half, four and three quarters. Not happening, folks. You can't beat inflation when at 8% with a three and three quarters, 4%. So there's a lot more work to do. Is it true that the Fed will eventually slow down? Of course it is. 
and we talked about that yesterday. They won't raise 75 basis points forever. There will be a slowdown. There will be a step down. What do I think for December? Not sure. We'll see what the jobs number is tomorrow. We'll see what CPI is next week. But at the end of the day, a couple of things that I noted that we've talked about on this channel that I want to reinforce. During one of the questions, Powell talked about PCE core. He highlighted that PCE core was at 5.1. I believe that is an indicator of what you and I should be watching. Lots of people will watch CPI, headline CPI core. The Fed has told us for years their favorite measure is PCE core. Why is that important? I believe that by March of next year, the federal funds rate will be above PCE core. Why is that important? Well, if PCE core stays at 5.1, for example, that means the Fed has to go to five and a quarter or five and a half. If, if PCE core falls to 4.7, 4.8, maybe, maybe they can stop at 5%. This is important. I will be watching. I recommend you watch as well. If you're going to watch one metric, watch PCE core. Next, as I have been talking about for the last several weeks, they are going to go higher and unfortunately slower. And they will they're telling us they will stay longer. This was unfortunately painful to hear. They're going to go higher, i.e. five, five and a quarter, five and a half, and they're going to go slower. My hope was they were done at the first meeting of next year. It now feels like it will be the summer of next year. Yeah, not good, not good. A couple other things to talk about. Once again, in the third press conference, Jerome Powell talked about housing. Right, the great housing reset that people are talking about. Jerome Powell clearly articulated what I thought he meant both times, but a lot of channels read differently. And that is what Jerome Powell is going after is supply-demand balance. But here's the rub between you and I. The supply-demand balance can be reset at any level. Jerome Powell didn't say we are going to go back to six or 6.6 .6 million transactions. He wants a balanced market. So what is a balanced market? Well, if you look at history, a balanced market is about five months of inventory. It is a market where stuff gets listed and sold in 40, 50. Yes, folks, sometimes 60 days. It's not one-day listings with three offers. We are a long way from a balanced market. If you are an investor, you should be excited by this. As an investor myself, I am excited about the market that is coming. I do the work every day. I've done the work every day for 20 years. I will take my shot. I will write lots of offers. I will do cash offers and seller financing offers. The market that is coming 
is right for investors who are willing to do the work. Unfortunately, most people will never do the work. The work is quite simple. Get a buy box, look at it every day. Learn average, write great deals. Must cash flow day one, 30 year debt. It could not be any simpler than that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can find on this channel a deep dive playlist. Video number one is me going into detail about what a buy box is. Go watch it, it is free. If you wanna get, get help with that, you can buy my course, join the Facebook group, all of that stuff is amazing. But again, we give stuff away for free on this channel, so go check that out. Uh, something I saw this morning is the three month, 10 year uh, yield is no longer inverted. Remember, just a few days ago, you could borrow money at 10 years for cheaper than your 90-day money. I haven't checked in the last hour or so, but as of this morning, the three-month was below the 10-year. I suspect mortgage rates are having a horrible day, and they're going up today. So it's something to watch. That is a great recession indicator. It is no longer inverted. Open door. Open door, there's a joke going around. I did not create it, but I think it uh, succinct will be closed door. Who here watching this thinks open door will be around in 12 months? I believe the only chance open door has is a hard pivot. They need to become a rental company in the near term. They are selling product at a loss. Their debt structure appears to be all out of whack. They are months away from being closed door. They're now laying off 550 people. And where is it? Yeah, so they're laying off 550 people. They're lowering oper operating expenses. They are in trouble as they should. I buyers were part of the problem. They destroyed some cities. They were the suckers at the poker table. They were paying too much. And now, time to pay the piper. Earnings. Lots of earnings came out yesterday. Kind of the similar theme, like lots of beats but lower forecasts. Qualcomm beat top and bottom but gave very weak guidance, something like a 20% reduction in guidance. Roku, one of Kathy Wood's favorite stocks, beat top line, beat bottom line, but gave a horrible revenue guidance eBay beat top, beat bottom. They noticed a boost in luxury items. I'm wondering on eBay, don't know, but yesterday we talked about stimulus ballers and Patrick Bet David being absolutely right. I wonder if people are selling their watches and their bags and their shoes for 50% off like Patrick Bet David talked about. Etsy beat top line, bottom line, and actually bought back $150 million in stock and gave a rather encouraging forecast. Robinhood beat top line, beat bottom line, and highlighted reducing operating expenses, layoffs. Booking Holding beat top line, bottom line, gave a uh, rosy uh, forecast for travel. Zillow, I only got beat top and bottom. I did not get a forecast for them, but uh, they're definitely a different business than they were a year ago when they were flipping homes. Peloton, 
missed top line, missed bottom line, and gave a very weak guidance for the Christmas season. What else? Oh, Twitter. I don't know if you guys saw this, but it looks like the rumor mill is highlighting that Twitter is going to lay off 50% of their employees shortly. Uh, next up, jobs. Tomorrow, remember, you have one more chance to participate. We get the October jobs number tomorrow. Expectation is 200,000. If you'd like to play along, leave a comment below. Do you think it will be strong or weak, right? Above or below that? And if you really want to have some fun, guess a number. The first person to guess the right number will get one of these shirts. If, if three, four, five people get it right, uh, we will only give it to the first one. Uh, but yeah, the first one to get it right, we will mail a t-shirt to if they want it. I guessed 189. So I guessed a disappointment and low. We'll see. Supply and demand. This was really on the board because we need to talk about Jerome Powell. Jerome Powell clearly stated we need to get supply and demand in balance. Again, I want to highlight, he did not say at 2020, 2021, or even 2019 levels. Housing is in a depression. Builders have told us 2022 is going to suck. 2023 is going to be worse. Existing home sales, down. Mortgage, down. We are going to level set, as I have said for a year now, at sub 4 million transactions. Housing is in a depression. It is only going to take time. We need time to heal this. It's going to take a while. Twitter 50% we talked about. And then lastly, if you wanted to look at one metric every week to get a early indication or an alert that perhaps the Fed is close to being done, Weekly unemployment claims is your metric, in my opinion. This morning it came out and it was better than last week, meaning lower, which means, oh, by the way, worse, right? We live in this really world, weird time where good news is bad news. Good news meaning job market strong, meaning Fed goes higher. That's what that means. So last week we had 218,000 folks file for new claims. This week, 217. I believe... We have to get weekly unemployment claims above 325,000 to have any hope that, the, that Jerome Powell and the Fed is almost done. The unfortunate reality is more people need to lose their jobs going forward so we can feel good about potentially beating inflation and the Fed can start, stop causing pain. The other thing from yesterday's Q&A is it should be clear as day that the Fed is willing to over-tighten because they know in order, if, it, if they go too far, it is easy for them to back up. Think about that. They go too far and they keep pushing and they break something, then they turn around. That is um, an unfortunate reality, but at least we know. Uh, a couple other things, LGI Homes. LGI Homes, you probably never heard of them. I never heard of them. They're actually the 10th largest builder in the country. 
in their earnings. They talked about selling to build for rent buyers. In, in Q3, 29%, roughly one in three homes went to private equity hedge funds, invitation homes, these companies looking for build for rent. You are going to see more and more builders pivot to feeding that market. They are going to build a lot less for sale homes. They're telling us that 2023 is going to be a rough year. Again, I expect new home sales to come down 50% or more. Let's close out and talk about the Bank of England. The Bank of England gave us two pieces of news today. First, they raised their rate, their Fed rate, central bank rate, 75 basis points, the largest raise in 33 years. Second, and this one hurts, Bank of England is telling the country and the financial markets that they expect to be in a six-quarter recession. I'll say that again. The Bank of England expects the UK economy to be in a recession the entire year of 2023 and at least the first half of 2024. Folks, worldwide recession, China, Europe, U.S. seems to be heading that direction. And then lastly, something that I really enjoy doing is mailing these cards, right? I've had these cards for a long time. I've asked my team to get more creative. So first, we have created a card where if you get your first deal, if you get your first deal, we're going to send you this gold card. It says, congratulations on getting your first deal. You did it. I am so proud of you. So first deals only get the, the gold card. Next, we've redesigned the black cards. Now, same thing. Congratulations on getting your next deal. Right? First deal, next deal. And oh, by the way, on the back of the cards, we put that. Do the work, right? Four little houses. Got the Monopoly Man there, or a version of the Monopoly Man. So again, folks, do the work. Have some fun. Again, remember, if you want some help, you want to know the process of a buy box, you can buy the course, How to Get Started, One Rental at a Time. If you do buy it, please join the Facebook group. It is free and amazing. All right, folks, take care. Bye-bye.